So let's talk about hoovering today, okay? So hoovering, what we're going to do is we're going to define it a little bit. We're going to talk about traditional hoovering. Then we're going to talk about reverse hoovering. And then we're going to talk about what if they didn't hoover? Like, what's that actually look like? Traditional hoovering and hoovering as a definition of a whole. Okay, so what is hoovering? Hoovering is the idea of getting someone to come back into that abusive cycle time and time again. It really is like emotional blackmail. It's the idea that you're leaving and I need you to stay, so I'm gonna do everything in my power to convince you to stay even though I don't even want that, even though that might not be the end result, even though that might not be how it's going to transpire, I'm still gonna try to keep you a little bit longer. I'm trying to hold on to you just a little bit longer. That's part of my Hoover. Now there's different types of hoovering and we'll get into that. But what I want you to understand is hoovering is the idea. So it, so the word hoover, okay, it sounds sounds kind of weird. It it, uh, it looks like, you know, the vacuum cleaner company, you know. Uh, but what it is is like hoovering, it's coined from that and it's the idea of being able to like suck someone back in to the cycle of abuse. So when they're hoovering you, they're like a vacuum. They're literally just like sucking you back to what you thought you were getting out of. They're sucking you back into the abuse that you thought that you were going to be okay to get rid of. You thought that you were going to be free and they change that thought process in you and they hoover you back by false promises, by future faking, by lying, by saying all these different type of things that's going to get you back to a place where you agree and you understand, hey, this person cares about me when they actually didn't. And that's what hoovering does. It pulls you back in to that cycle of abuse. Now, hoovering can happen inside the relationship and can happen outside the relationship. Majority of the time, we talk about it outside the relationship because we normally don't define it in the relationship as actually being like a hoover. And typically, it becomes across as like lying or future faking or gaslighting. And all those do coexist inside the actual relationship. But when you think about it, a hoover is just pulling you back in. It's pulling you back to that abuse. So like anytime you start getting distant, anytime you start stepping away from the narcissist, stepping away from their abuse, that's their chance to be able to hoover you back and to get you closer. So you might start pulling back. You might start gray rocking. You might start doing something that the narcissist starts picking up on of, wait a second, they might actually be thinking about leaving. So I need to change something up. All right, let me pull out love bombing. Now I'm going to give them some presents. Now I'm going to future fake. I'm going to promise them a trip. Now I'm going to lie to them saying that I had no intention of being with this person. Like that never happened. And I'll give only like 1% of 100% truth. You'll see this happen time and time again because hoovering is the idea of sucking you back in to that abusive cycle. You see, most people, they don't go into abusive cycle thinking like, oh, I'm going to go be with this person and be abused. Like that's not someone's thought process. But when they're in that when they're in that spot and they start to get abused and they start to realize, they start to pull back and they start to think like, maybe this isn't the best idea. Maybe I'm not safe. Maybe this is not how a relationship should actually be and function. And they'll start pulling away. And at that point, as the narcissist, my job is to pull you back and to keep you. We're going to do that with isolation. We talked about that a couple of videos ago. Or we'll do that with gaslighting. We'll do that with lying and manipulation. A lot of times we'll do that with love bombing. We'll start giving you a lot more praise. We'll start giving you a lot more validation. We'll start giving you a lot more gifts, a lot more trips, a lot more things that we're going to do. We'll start future faking about what's going to happen. What's the future going to look like? How our kids are going to be? Like how our friendship is going to be? How our business is going to be? Whatever it might be. We'll keep that going. 
because the goal is to keep that going for as long as possible so you can maintain the supply and keep that person on tap. So that hoover at times will happen inside this relationship and it takes form in a lot of different areas. So that's kind of like the idea of the hoover. It's like your traditional hoover is when either you have broken up with the narcissist or they have broken up with you. And then you start to realize, hey, life's actually pretty good. This is a lot better living with less stress, with less anxiety, with less uh, anxiety of getting yelled at or cussed out at or driven off the road. Like this is a lot safer to live without this person in my life. And all of a sudden they come knocking on your door. They shoot you that text. They give you that call. And that Hoover can be anything and everything all at once. Now, what I mean is it can go from, I miss you and I want to be with you, to I just want to see the dog that we got together. Like some people are like, no, like it wouldn't be that crazy. It is that crazy because you'll see people that will open the door of communication just a tiny bit. And the next thing, the narcissist is back in their lives. You'll see someone that will open the door a tiny bit to communicate about getting their belongings. And then the narcissist is living in their house. You'll see someone open the door to communication just a tiny bit by picking up that phone call. And the next moment they're together. You'll see that person that answers the phone call that, that does a FaceTime with the narcissist. And the next time they're back and they're engaged. And you're like, wait a second, how's this happen? Like these are people that have been abused and they're back with this person. Yes, because a narcissist is very good at hoovering you back in, very good at sucking you back in to the cycle of abuse that they've created and that they've developed over a period of time that you start to think is normal. And in those moments of clarity, when you think it's not normal, that's your chance to run. Because you have to remember that. You have to understand what's going on. But the narcissist doesn't want you to do that. That's why they put the fog, the fog of fakeness, the fog of lying, manipulation, gaslighting, love bombing, future faking, all there to be able to keep you. So your traditional Hoover is where they try to come back, where you've pushed them out, where they've left, and then they try to come back. That's why I say, go no contact, ghost. Make sure there's no way for them to come back because if there is a door open, they will find it. If there's a sliver open, they'll slide through it. If there's an inch, they'll take a mile. So be careful when you leave your narcissist. A lot of times they'll hoover and they'll try to suck you back in. Now there's other aspects in different relationships, how they've been brought up, how the codependency has been dealt with on a, on a person-to-person level that they won't, they won't institute a traditional hoover. They'll institute what's called a reverse hoover. That's where I stand back and I wait for you to contact me because I know you will, because I know you want that love and validation, because I know you want that connection to the person you thought you fell in love with, because I know you want that sex that I made so great for you. That's what a narcissist is thinking because they know you're going to come back. And the reason why they know that majority of the time, majority of people I talk to, majority of times they know you're going to come back is because you already have several times before. And they know they can sit there and wait patiently for you to doubt yourself, for you to question your reality, and for you to come crawling back to them asking for forgiveness for what they did. That's the concept of reverse Hoover, where they use you against yourself to get you back. 
Now you might be sitting here and you might be thinking, I, I wasn't with my narcissist and uh, now I'm broken up with my, my narcissist and they didn't move Marie. They didn't try to get back with me. They didn't contact me. They just, they ghosted me. They left. They went with a new supply. They didn't try to do a reverse Hoover because they knew at that point I wasn't going to come back. And then you'll be sitting there for a moment and you'll start to think, why didn't they Hoover? Like, why didn't they reach back out? Because this is what I hear. This is what I see on a lot of social media. I see a lot of people saying like, oh, they Hoover all the time. I say that. I say that to everybody. I said, I said they, they hoover all the time because I say that so that people close the doors so that even if they try, you're not going to get used and abused. Okay? But people will start to question. They'll start to doubt themselves and they'll start to think, why didn't my narcissist hoover me? And what will infiltrate that thought a couple layers down is this concept. Was I not good enough? Did he not love me? What did I do wrong? And those thoughts will slowly infiltrate your mind and take over your reality, reeling you in with feelings and thoughts and doubting yourself to the point that it goes through a reverse hoover. Or you reach out for closure. Or you reach out for understanding. Or you reach out to yell at them or scream at them or just cry. Don't do it. That's what they want. Narcissist wants a reaction. Narcissist, first of all, foremost, wants control. Control over everything, control over you. The second thing they want is if they can't control you, then they'll react. They'll make you react. That's still a form of control. They're controlling your reactions, your feelings, your emotions, your perceptions. They can control you, then they'll control your actions. If you stop with the control, if you put them out, then you don't let them back in, you don't let them hoover, you don't let them reverse hoover, you don't go back to them. You've taken away that aspect of the control. Stop letting the narcissist control you on a day-to-day basis by reacting to the abuse that they put you under. Instead, let's work to deal with that so that you can find a place of healing, growth, and change and be the best version of yourself on a day-to-day basis. This is what I do with people on a one-on-one basis in coaching sessions where I talk to them and we work to dive levels deep underneath the surface to figure out what is the story that you're telling yourself? What is the fable that you fabricated based on the lies that the narcissist has put on you? And as we find that, we get underneath the surface and we see what's actually going on with you and we say, hey, how does this match up to reality? And what are the facts that support the fable that we've just believed. And oftentimes people get to that moment and they start realizing in a moment of clarity that the story that they've been telling themselves, the story that's been put on them by the narcissist is completely false, completely fake, and based on a bed of lies. And when they start to shed light by looking at the truth, the facts of the situation, they start to clear the fog that's in their head and they start to understand truth and clarity and see a greater purpose in their life than just existing in that moment. It's hard. Sometimes I talk with people and I try to go through that process. It's not cookie cutter. It doesn't fit for everybody. But I I try to go through that process or some form if we have to adjust or something like that. And there's some people that don't want that process. There's some people that would rather 
look at the narcissist, that would rather look at the situation than they would look inward and say, hey, what is actually going on inside me? What's the story that I'm telling myself? What's the fable that I'm believing? And as a result, they can't get out of that mindset. They're stuck. Now, I'm not trying to say that without empathy and I'm not trying to say like, oh, like those people like don't matter. No, I'm trying to say like some people will come and they'll try to talk and all they want to understand is like, I don't understand why. And I get that. And it's hard for people to understand why from a, from an empathetic standpoint of why a narcissist would do the things they do. I get that. But if all you do is dwell on that side, you'll never find healing. You'll never find growth in you. Because everything that's happened has brought you to this place to understand that you can do the work to change your life. But it takes work. It takes daily dedication to work on sacrificing those demons, those lies, those things that you believe, those fables every single day to get to a place of healing, growth, and change. And you can do it. And we try to do it with people on a day-to-day basis. If you're interested in talking one-on-one, would love to interact with you. Go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-one, grab a time. Would love to sit down and talk with you one-on-one. Deal with this to work with the fable, to deal with the facts, to find the truth of the story, and help you find healing, growth, and change. Would love to interact with you more about that. If you want to be a part of a community that is rising with a lot of different people who've been with narcissists, who've been in a narcissistic abusive relationship, then go online and download the NARC app. You can get it from my website, or you can go to Apple, or you can go to the Google Play Store and you can download the NARC app, N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. You'll find like-minded people that have been through the same shit or worse than you that are there striving for healing and change on a day-to-day basis. There's a lot of other supports. There's a lot of other resources you can get out of the app. We're trying to connect with more creators who are putting up more courses, who are offering more more coaching, uh, more support groups, all this type of stuff that we're trying to put in your hands so that you can be enabled to be the best person you could possibly be and to expand your capacity to grow and change into the best version of yourself. I hope you enjoyed what you watched here today. Please subscribe to my channel. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Just show some love. Give some support there. Would love to have you um, listen to some of the podcasts. we got Inspire Motivate podcast that comes out uh, every Friday right now. So just look up Raw Motivations. You can click down below and see Inspire Motivate. Give it a like. Give it a rating uh, as we're trying to increase our awareness out there to people understand about narcissistic abuse. Awareness, growth, healing, and change. That's why I'm here. Thanks so much.